there is no triangle. Instead of fighting, fighting the connection or of uh, fighting any of these connections or of flighting <laughs> the connection, it's really embracing it and saying, okay, so what is in here for me? What are the things for me to actually move through so that in consciousness we can level up all the three of us and not just one with the other or... Things are shifting. We're, no lo- we're not fixed. We are never fixed. The only constant is change. And so if we are allowing for the relationships to continuously transform and continuously move as we move, um, then there's growth from, from all angles. When you hear the word sisters, what is it that you see? We see an image of two sister girls giggling with one another as they entrust their deepest secrets to each other. Who they have a crush on. What bothered them at school. Why they are mad with their mom or dad. And what they feel insecure about. In true sisterhood, there is no judgment, no expectation. The only thing that exists is a committed, unquestioned support. Not of opinions, not of words. The support is directed towards the being. A sister doesn't doubt that her sister is worthy, magical, wonderful and powerful. She knows that she is all that and so much more. A sister shows up and in doing so invites her sister to do the same. Welcome to the Helden Sisterhood Podcast, where we nurture, explore, navigate just that holding ourselves and each other in the trust and integrity of sisterhood, in conversation while giving space to our and our sisters' experiences and celebrating the shift in ourselves and in you. Hi, I'm Marlena. And I'm Anna. And we are the co-hosts of this spontaneous yet intentional dialogue and healing journey of the medicine of sisterhood within all of us so that we realize how amazing I you and we all are. start our episodes with what's alive in us (laughs) and in today's episode we dive into sister and partner triangle and whether that triangle actually exists when we're in a relationship with a sister and at the same time in a relationship with an intimate partner and what does it mean to be in those relationships in an authentic, giving, loving way without jeopardizing, without competing? And where do we find ourselves in whichever role, whichever dynamic we are in out of those three? Real excited to open up this, this topic as uh, I'm in a recent partnership and at the same time, have beautiful sisters in my life, including my Lennon. And moving through this new dynamic, new way of being, I've been nourished by women through my um, recent years in a very deep, profound way. And they have, in many ways, taken priority. They've been on a pedestal in my life. And then having a man walk in, welcomed men walk in um, and and wondering how to move through that and find space for for both and at the same time really curious Marlena from your side on how that is being on the other side of the sisterhood and I have my own reflections on that in relationships that I've been in as well so let's um Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Thank you for those beautiful words for the introduction. I really love them. Maybe let's start off with how that topic makes us even, like, what are the feelings that come up? Interesting question. So for me, it's interesting to see 
when I bring that topic in, what comes up for me is first more the other being in relationship. So that's interesting. And for me, kind of like then taking the back seat or being, it's more this sensation of losing my place in my sister's life in a way. And it's, it's really interesting to me because I know when I was younger, I had all my girlfriends have their relationships first. And I was always kind of like the third or the fifth one to join. And there was always a difference, a perceived difference in the depth of the connection. You know, when, when my friends were with their partners, they were with their partners and that was their closest relationship. And I had to kind of like find my own way with that. So it's interesting that that comes up. And then on a second instance, it's more this sensation of, which is probably just the mirror of that, when I am in relationship, I have a, I used to have a tendency of getting very immersed in the relationship. And then I remember, like, it, it started with my first relationship where my best friend then said, you've been together with this person for two months now and I have barely seen you. And her basically, I know that it was just her wanting me to be more present in her life again and missing that connection. Back then I didn't understand it. Back then I understood it's either him or me, which is also not the smartest way of putting that, but <laughs> I understand her now, you know, I really truly can understand that. And then moving forward, like in my first, after that relationship, in my second relationship, I had friends reflecting to me. It was so interesting to notice when you shifted out of the relationship. I was still in it, but I realized I spent way too much time alone because I was only focused on the relationship and not with my friends. And then I started spending more time with friends and neglecting the relationship, and he noticed that. So there, there's an interesting dynamic there of the I can only be deeply connected to one person and the other my sister also can only be deeply connected with one person so there's separation I think that's mm -hmm. what would be the if I had a word to describe that feeling it's the separation it's the something there's just a difference in the dynamic suddenly there's more distance that's what brings up is brought up to me with that topic how about you what what feelings emotions sensations does it bring up for you the sensations that i have is this like un, unknown but it's an unknown of like i i'm approaching a math problem that i absolutely have no idea how to like even approach mm. right like it's it's sort of like sort of like that <laughs> And as you were as you were sharing, what was coming up for me was you know were images of myself in 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 those young years of being in those first relationships. At the same time, being in those really deep friendships or or beginning to feel like I'm in deep friendships with um, with sisters with with girlfriends, and trying to see in the outside world the possibility of showing me how to attempt that math problem mm -hmm. and realizing that there are none, at least not in, not in my life. It was not something that was present at home, right? Where I saw my mom having deep woman relationships and at the same time being in deep relationship with my father. It was not something that, I, that you see in, in movies, It's, it's usually either or. The scenario mm -hmm. is either you're on the path of finding that true love and you then you, you find them and then you live happily ever after. Or more and more so we also see, see the scenarios of deep sisters, the coming together in that tribe. But then there's no, there's no male. And if he is, he's usually breaking that apart. Right? We don't actually have... We don't have the guidance. We don't have the the vision of how to do that. And so it becomes really this, this feeling of the, like in an impossible, an impossible. And so it feels, well, it also starts to feel a bit scary. It feels, 
um, that there is there, that this is bound to there's bound to be a loss. Mm. And what loss am I prepared for? <laughs> and that like I mean I don't want to lose any anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just I really have these images of even you know coming coming back back home from from university for um, for holidays etc it was it was never something that I would be yearning to share as in I met a new friend and you met a new girlfriend or I'm in this deep friendship even though they were there and I would talk about and eventually you know my my, my family would know certain names that would keep coming up but the question always came back to well what about the partner right and it just it made it it made it so that one was leveraged higher than the other mm. and and all the love to you know to my mom and to the woman that she is and all the things that she has provided me with uh, from this feminine at the same time i know that she and her generation has not provided us with uh, the vision and the possibility of what it means to be in beautiful female relationships. I'd say this as a generalization, of course. Mm. I know that there are women because I do have women in her age, actually in her age group that have shown me this, but I have seek them out to be able to find Mm. that reflection where they're both in partnership and at the same time in deep sisterhood. Thank you for sharing. I felt that there was um, there was a lot of love in the sharing, and there was a lot of uh, I felt how true this feels right now in your in your life. Um, so I appreciate that, and I see you. I do. Yeah. Um, there's like two things that come up for me. One is just jumping onto this. It is true that I also, in my experience, I haven't had parents that would live that, like being what they, my my parents, they've been together for such a long time and it's been always been them and us, you know, as their kids. And I, I don't, they don't have people, neither my dad nor my mom, where I feel they have a, a, a deep relationship with. Um, now that might be my perception from the outside and I don't know what's internally true. Um, but it's just how I perceive it, you know. There's, they're, they're spending a lot of time here together. They do everything together. And there is, I can see how it's in their heads. It's like this is kind of like how it's supposed to be. It's the social norm, right? So I can relate to that. And the same, the same I would say for for many others in my family. And also, you know, my family is very big. We have many cousins. There also has been conversation around this topic. Either, you know, suddenly... Uh, my sister had a partner and she was moving in with him, you know, suddenly my cousins had partners and they were just out, you know, so um, it's interesting to see that, how that, what you're saying, that loss, you know, it's it's been so seen as something normal or that's, that's how it's supposed to be and taking out, like taking yourself out of, um, without even processing it or without even sharing it. So that is what comes up for me. And then on the other hand, I really like the picture of the mathematical problem that feels hard to solve. And it, when I think about that, that, that brings up even in my body like a sense of anxiety, I feel. It's like, like that panic towards like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what is the solution? What is the solution? And desperately trying to find it, but it's not coming. And I feel... Maybe that is already on its own what what needs to come, you know, that that, that anxiety is allowed to be there, that, that the loss is allowed to be there. 
yeah and just and feeling that because it's it's nearly even it's so funny right i use the word separation you use the word loss which i find they are they're very they are very connected to one another and it's so interesting to see because from what i know you know when i'm in my higher in my full power i know that there is no such thing as separation that there is no such thing as loss there is in the two dimensional reality there's the emotion of loss but have i really lost something have i really lost someone am i really truly separated from that person now i do not by now i know that that's not true i don't think that so and i think this is for me in sisterhood and kind of like what feels kind of like aligned and alive for me to share right now is that trust in the sisterhood that it prevails it keeps on existing even throughout perceived loss or separation because i feel that sisterhood is so much more than just a two people meeting there is like a don't know how you want to call it call it karmic call it soul connection call it family bond i don't know however you want like destiny i don't know how you want to call it but there is something in sisterhood that is really connecting two entities with one another and that goes beyond the physical experience sisterhood is not just a sisterhood between two physical human beings it's a connection between two souls um, and it's funny how I say this now because I'm a little bit self-conscious for the listeners of what they will think about souls and karmic and stuff like this. But I just got to come back um, to my truth. It is a connection between two souls. And this connection always exists. There's no way how that connection cannot not exist. Like it's not possible. So, and I, for me in any relationship really that I have I like coming back to that because that always connects me to trust I'm like oh yeah right our souls are connected so what is true right now what is present right now is actually what will help that connection to unfold in a way and to come from anywhere down to the ground so it's kind of like what what came to me as you shared that thank you for sharing that I feel like you're just setting the path of also taking apart the mathematical question problem that actually it's almost like dissolving it. It's not solving it, it's just dissolving it, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the like logical, rational mind that wants to like add, subtract, divide, da da, da get to a solution. Whereas deep down, and I so felt that as you said that it's just like but we continue to exist. At the soul level, at the magnetic level, we are interconnected and there are... And this is actually interesting because I feel it's the same for also the intimate partner, right? The partner that you're mm-hmm. in relation with. So if you, if we take all of the dynamics that we talk about here on the podcast around being in relation, starting with yourself, starting there and then moving outwards into the relationship with other souls it actually doesn't it doesn't matter (laughs) whether it's a sister whether it's an intimate partner it's the same way it's just yeah it's it's doing the work of understanding where the conditioning tendencies come in that make us reflect that the partnership is above and beyond other relationships that maybe, and we talked about this just before coming on here, that there's some sort of sense of winning when you're in a female-to-male relationship or simply saying in relationship that is intimate and and, and sexual, um, whichever um, sexual orientation you are of. There's this need to win and and be exclusive. (laughs) Remember that term? claim that person that uh, are we in an exclusive relationship gosh I remember those (laughs) terms I used to use back in the day there is this sense of commitment right you come into a relationship with commitment and you want to build a future together and and you set certain mm, dreams and ways of being together in the same way you do so in 
with anyone else that you are building a relationship with. Yeah. I find it interesting because in Germany we didn't, this is where I, was, I had to think a little bit of, I didn't use exclusive relationship because that's not how in Germany we label it. We say fixed, a fixed relationship. <laughs> like a, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm just realizing this now. It's like, oof. But it's interesting because I think the reason why we so often or our mind has this need of being in an exclusive or fixed relationship, it's the fear still running the show. It's like I have to know 100% that that person belongs to me, that that person is mine, because that gives me some form of safety or some form of uh, security. Mm-hmm. And I I feel really moving beyond that that is kind of like I'm getting drifting off a little bit this is where I was like oh but kind of like moving beyond this fixed and this exclusive towards a more I don't want to say open relationship because that term has also been used in a different way but it is a consciousness there there's a consciousness around that relationship there is a committed relationship maybe that's actually a nice term I find um, because for me, the commitment is not so much towards the fear of, oh, I need to hold on to this relationship, but the commitment is, I'll show up to myself in this end, as I show up for myself, I promise that I will also show up for this relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And this is what I find so potent, both in, as you were saying, partnership and sister. But it is interesting that we see them so closely, you know. I find that for myself very interesting because right now I have very very deep relationships in my life but no partnership like romantic partnership and it's interesting like this there is still a difference to it there's an aspect that makes it different um yes there's the same depth but there's something I don't know and I don't think it's only about the sexuality or the intimacy part that makes a romantic partnership different and the other so this is just like a question for myself to explore to see oh okay interesting because it's true that I see you as a partner in a way whether like you you are my business partner my podcast partner but it's interesting so yeah I'm just reflecting here on my own here no answer to this one yet but the other thing that I uh, wanted to share as well is what I find so potent in by now I think before as a, before as I was younger I used to see partnerships of my friends as a threat because I was being separated from that person right I had to and I had to be always okay because I'm not anymore the the most important person to to the other to my sister there is another being there right now so before I really perceived it as a threat and now I can really see celebrate when a sister is in partnership because I can see that that is always linked with so much growth and expansion by now. And I also see my role in it. My role is not to take a backseat, actually. My role is actually to say, whenever I notice it, hey, I observed something, Anna, you were being different as, as your partner was there. When I was there with your partner, you were being different than I normally know you and... I just, there is no judgment in that. There's just me sharing this with you right now to see what's true for you, you know, and if that feels in alignment. And then even I had that recently, um, not with a difference, but also saying, hey, I, I I saw this in your partner, you know, and I found it moved something within me. And I find it important to share this because I feel it's, I feel it it could affect or it can affect or it's a blind spot or whatsoever because that's the thing, right? When we are in love, we have the pink goggles on and we don't necessarily see all the red flags or the blind spots and I find it so crucial to have sisters and in that seed that can share this with me and I've never had that in in a relationship. I've had... A friend that with whom I was talking about my former partnership, and I do think that she would actually. I guess it was more like not agreed on that we actually saying it, but I have never had an agreement like before I entered a romantic relationship with a sister to say, "Hey, whenever you do see red flags, I would love for you to speak it out, whether they are within me or within him." You know, or mm-hmm. depends on I'm attracted to 
men. So I say him. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I comes a recent experience as an example of, of being in that type of a conversation. And also I, I want to clarify because I believe that and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but when you say red flags, it's mechanisms that we see that are being, that are being played out in certain dynamics, right? Um, it's not red flags as in like, he's wrong for you. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, thank you for clarifying that. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we do have, we tend to have the, the terminology that we understand, but just to be clear for those of you who are listening to us, it's mechanisms that we see or projections and things that some, sometimes when we exactly, as you said, when we have those goggles on, where, when we can, when, when love just comes through um in in a beautiful way um can also sometimes just not see certain things that other people from a perspective of having known us for a while who also know our mechanisms of of the past uh, can mm. can shine light onto them and i had a recent experience um with a very very deep deep beautiful sister of mine where i was i such a pleasure of meeting her partner for the first time, having heard about him for um, quite quite some time, and then um, and seeing certain things play out, and seeing myself also act differently because of the new dynamic of the mm -hmm. three of us being in this um, in this space, and actually seeing what sort of stories came up within me while being in that dynamic um, of seeing myself wanting to be to mother her right to to put her show her you know that you need to be on a pedestal he needs to treat you a certain way um being protective of her that i know her better than he does you know these things playing out Interesting. and yeah uh, yes <laughs> um and then you know how to have that conversation where we i would say all three of us at the end of that were sort of like okay well that was an interesting experience but i don't you know There's all these really weird feelings in me <laughs> based on that dynamic. And taking a breath, and what, what the way that it played out was that both of us, the sister and I, had taken a, a bit of a breath from each other and gave ourselves space to come into that. And, and given that it's her relationship and given that you know she was bringing two very important people into mm -hmm. a space to meet each other, it was beautiful that she... And really, I think, was a key element to me being able to share really truly from within and not my ego was that she came and she asked the questions. She came and she asked me the questions of what was relevant and necessary for her at that point in time, right? And also at the time when she was ready to hear them, right? And being, I want you to be honest and I want, you know, I, I, do you have the space to come from compassion mm. and not from my own stories, right? And we had a, an incredibly growing conversation where some of what I was able to voice, I was able to see from a different lens, she had known inside but hadn't been ready to, to, you know, to actually come forward with it. Mm -hmm. And vice versa, and vice versa. It's like, you know, I... She voiced to me that I played this role of mothering and she doesn't need mothering. And um, it may have, you know, may have been beautiful in our relationship when it was just the two of us. <laughs> um, but that's not, that's not the way that we move forward. So at the same time, I think you alluded to this also, was when another individual, and whether that is a romantic partnership or even another sister, because that's also a dynamic, a trio can form when there's three sisters coming together, a new mm. sister coming into relationship, right? As in, things are shifting. We're, no we're not fixed. We are never fixed. Mm. The only constant is change. Mm. And so if we are allowing for the relationships to continuously transform and continuously move as we move, um, then there's growth from, from all angles, Of how you, of how you look at it. Yeah, it, it comes back for me to this: like when our mind gets scared, it needs that fixation, you know. And that's mm -hmm. when it's like, but our relationship is like this. This is how mm -hmm. you are supposed to be. This is how I am supposed to be. It's all out of fear, and that's really what I heard from 
from you what was happening in that first encounter of the three of you. There were these unconscious patterns playing out in all of the three of you probably mm -hmm. where the mind got scared and it needs, it needed to hold on to the fixed ideas of things. And then afterwards, after having created some space between all of you, initiating a conversation to really process this. And what I find very beautiful is how your friend, your sister, really opened that conversation up. And I'm curious, though, um, because I think this, and I guess that comes more from my uh, seed as being the one that is not in partnership right now, but having sisters that are, I also want to be in a space where I can initiate conversations like this and I think that's important too because not every time are we able to uh, ask these questions you know when we are in relationship because we're not even aware now in, in your case I think a it sounds like the there was awareness in the room and it also sounds like there was the patterns were quite obvious you know that they were playing out quite strongly because there were a lot of reactions there so And I find it's interesting because I, I think it would be cool to have kind of like a guideline of whether you are the one in relationship or you are not the one in relationship, checking in, hey, what could be questions or what can be a guideline for me to initiate this conversation? Because I, I had that experience recently with a sister where I voiced something regarding her relationship and I was so nervous and I was so scared, you know, because we hadn't agreed on that prior and I had like my past conditioning was as I said oh backseat I'm out you know mm -hmm. I'm not I don't say anything I'm not allowed to because I'm not in that seat anymore it's uh interesting I have a couple of thoughts um as to what you said one was that in that particular example my friend came with with questions with, with already aligned questions and and there was guidance so I, I agree with you that it would be really really good to come with a guide on how to move through that conversation where it is about and interestingly in that conversation it was about her it wasn't about me we didn't have the conversation at that point in time of what I was what my stories were it was mm. more of like what what she needed at that point in time in regards to what I saw between the dynamics of the two of them and how I saw her transform for example in that in that space and time I feel to your question as to how do you initiate such a conversation being not being the one that's in the relationship but being the sister to the sister I think it really for me comes to where is checking in where is it that I'm playing out old stories right because I definitely I did that in that particular case and many others where I play out old stories meaning like if I if my sister's going into a relationship it's going to look like this mm -hmm. I have no proof that this is what it's going to look like I have past experiences but those past experiences are in the past we have shifted mm -hmm. we have moved we have changed so to allow for the space of the new to come forward and how to initiate the actual conversation, I think it is. It comes first and foremost to being, do you have space for me to share with you what's happening within me and not projecting out as to, but you were like this, you made me feel like this. It's mm -hmm. like oh, owning, owning the things that are my past experiences, my past stories, things that I'm still moving through and remembering, remembering hopefully the relationship is strong strong on that holding holding space that that space can be created nevertheless even if there is a partner and the last thing I want to say to what you said about this driving keeps coming up as you say this image of there are three people in the car <laughs> and and you're in the back seat right where where I think this is where like the breaking apart the triangle comes in right is that Our friend, our sister, is in a relationship with a romantic partner, and that's them. There's a relationship with you and your sister, and that's the two of you. And likely, I mean not likely, on the soul level it's happening, is that if, if the souls have met between you 
and your sister's partner, there is a relationship and it's just, it's the two of you. And I think it's really important to, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it has to be as deep or as everything else that it is with, with your sister, but it is there. It's not three. This is where it becomes like the sticky. It's like the word that comes. It's like when you actually allow yourself to build relationship with that, um, that partner is when it's more sustainable and healthy, um, and you get to understand more of where the two of you are projecting between each other. And, and I think it always comes down to you're also meeting for a reason. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes into our lives for a reason, mm-hmm. known to us or not known to us. So, um, yeah. I find it so fascinating because I can also see that from my path perception, there was also a little bit of that aspect of, Because I'm putting myself now into the shoes of the partner and I'm like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. it must be such a freaking scary situation to be in to suddenly have one of the the best friends, you know, sitting in front of you, of your partner and feeling a little bit like, nearly like tested. You're being put on the, I don't know, on the stage and you kind of have to perform there as a partner. And I think that that is also what I oftentimes, uh, what what is interesting to see is just when there is a partner, I immediately need to check first. You know, I remember, I remember, it's kind of like my, I see the picture of my grandmother. It's so hilarious. When she was still alive many, many years ago, my sister, when she had her part, when she started being in a partnership with, with her partner, I have never seen my grandmother run faster upstairs Then in that moment, because she really wanted to see that person in my sister's room and she wanted to check him out, you know, she wanted to prove. And I'm like, I think there there is a little bit of this like testing of, I mean, that's obviously the grandmother dynamic. I'm not saying that friends have the same dynamic, but I do think that subconsciously, like in the norm, there is this like, oh, I have to approve of your partner, you know, and I don't. The truth is... I do not have to approve of your partner. You are the only one that has to approve of him. And I don't have anything to say in there. What I do have to say in there is when I see uh, things that come up, like that change the dynamic that come up for me or where I notice, okay, you are being different or there's a pattern of yours that is playing out with him. That is when I can where I can share. It's not about the, that's what you said before, you know, with the red flag. It's not about saying, oh, he doesn't look nice or he's not a good partner for you or he's not a good fit. No, I'm not the one to judge that. And I I cannot be the one to judge that. It's the one we stick to love and I hold the, the, the vision of you in your higher self, right? You as your highest self, which again, not a projection of who I want you to be as your higher self, but actually mm-hmm. the higher higher version of yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that being for both, both yeah. your sister and her partner. Yeah, and the, for the three, <laughs> not for both. For the three. For all the three, because I can see throughout this conversation, I'm seeing I clearly have a pattern of taking backseats. You know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just like, da, 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 goodbye. <laughs> I'm just taking myself out, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's interesting for me to see, and I can see that my me stepping up into that is also going to have a, an effect on, on the relationship between them, between her and me, between, between him and me. It's, it's, it's just this illusion, and that's what you said at the beginning, you know, before we started. There is no triangle. There is really, there, if there was one thing, there is a circle <laughs> there where everybody is kind of like, um, connected Mm -hmm. to one another because when I shift my stories when I upgrade my stories when I move into expansion so will the people around me and I'm naturally connected already to my sister and to the partner of my sister there is a connection as you said so instead of fighting Mm -hmm. fighting the connection or of uh, fighting any of these connections or flighting (laughs) the connection it's really embracing it and saying, okay, so what is in here for me? What are the things for me to actually move through so that in consciousness we can level up all the three of us 
and not just one with the other or absolutely thank you for outlining that again in that in that way there's the if we if we are in relationships where we find competition where we maneuver power over somebody we need to compete we separate we create that separation and that is the separation that that our current ruling society has has been in for for way too long right and what we want to i, I feel like coming into this conversation in this <laughs> in that feeling of this is unsolvable uh, i feel i feel a lot more relaxed i feel a lot more expansion within me actually to seeing as like oh this is yet another opportunity of growth this is yet another opportunity of where we become sovereign within ourselves mm -hmm. and take responsibility for our own stories and for what we are creating as you said and we inter we're intertwined we're interconnected we see the world as much bigger than just me myself and I and my own needs and my own desires but actually oh we're maneuvering through this in a constant movement um yeah it makes it a lot more a lot more doable and we're not yeah there's no there's no triangle it's interesting one last image that i want to share that co comes in in reflection to what i shared about my childhood and and sort of the um generation x right would it be my parents yeah baby boomers it's between there right that generation particularly um had moved away from living in villages had moved away from living in communities because what i had an image coming in is actually my grandmother on the other hand did have a lot of women in her life did have a lot more relationships with women because it was more interconnected and living in community and i i i do really feel within me and and what we're doing here and what the things that i'm involved in and the people that are in my life is that we are moving into that space as well where we actually give ourselves the the time and the presence to be in relationship with people in a way that allows us to be both in a in a romantic partnership that provides us with what it provides us it's not the full thing it's not the whole it's not the closed apartment where the two of us have to figure out life because because we've you know moved to a new country because we it's just the two of us that need to survive and so anything coming in from the outside is a threat which is sort of what kind of my parents generation did um and many of them because of the life that they uh lived in in eastern and central europe post the um soviet union versus the that of which we are moving into which is connecting and being in relationship with each other and seeing that mm. i don't need my partner to be everything right that everything actually happens mm -hmm. all around me all the time and i'm constantly being gifted in this mm. relationship and that relationship and and i mean esther perel talks beautifully about this about the you know the constraints that we've put into the mon monogamous relationships in in not in, in the monogamous relationship in the sense of like this is the only relationship in my life and that's it which also has put the pressure onto children right which we tap into a little bit in some of our episodes but if we actually spread that that give receive desire needs to mm. sisterhood to brotherhood to community we're so much more in in flow and, and in connection yeah and what a what a blessing then to actually realize how important it is to not only focus on one relationship but to actually see because one person is never i i think will never be the one giving you providing you all for all your needs it's through the the diversity of connections that we have that I can come to you with a need I can come to another sister with another need you know and that nourishment doesn't need to depend on one person only um so what a gift also to really see for both for the sisterhood what a gift 
to enter a partnership and what a gift for the partnership to have sisterhood mm -hmm. for both the I'm saying woman and man because we've been talking about it that way, but it doesn't matter what the dynamic is there. But what a gift for the woman in the relationship to have a sister. What mm -hmm. a gift for the man in a relationship that his partner has a sister. And he too, but we are not talking like this is more. <laughs> like I, it's also a gift that they have connections, that the men have connections in their life. Because I, I truly do feel that it's just a constant up-leveling and it's it's all helping one another to grow it's it's actually like i'm excited about sisters going being in partnership right it's it it's like oh another chance for me to grow another chance for me to meet another soul mm -hmm. right to actually see two souls coming together and seeing what they form right when we get excited about those type of relationships it just we see the abundance that that's constantly surrounding us um Yeah, I mentioned Esther Perel. I just wanted to say she's a psychotherapist um, of Pol Polish Jewish descent that has also a beautiful podcast, many books that offers um, the topics of security, security and safety within relationships, um, taps into the aspects of pleasure and and yeah, many things. If you haven't listened to her or seen any of her TED Talks, I highly recommend it. We'll share the link in the podcast uh, description. Shall we give this a wrap? Yeah? Okay. Good. So, for the ones... Well, thank you all for listening. We always have at our at the end of our podcast episodes, we have a little bit of a moment to get connected with our body. So, in case you're driving, please stop and come back here later on. Uh, we're going to do a couple of... Um, don't know what yet to just connect with the body, with ourselves, with appreciation for this conversation, really noticing, feeling really the expansion that it brought. I feel that's really what I want to feel into. So taking a couple of deep breaths. Do you want to bring your gaze down or close your eyes or keep them open, however feels most connected to you right now? And bringing awareness to the sensations in your body. How is your hand feeling? Your left hand? Your right hand? How are your shoulders feeling? What's present? For your heart. How is your body sitting, standing or lying right now? Is it moving? Outside? Inside? Without looking at them, without seeing them, how do you know that you have feet and legs? How do you know where they end? Do you know where they end? Just really create curiosity. Can you know where your body ends, where the ground starts, or where the seed starts? Can you really know? Just see if you can for a moment notice what's beyond your body, sense what's around your body. Just witness that.
feeling into the space that is around you. And bringing that awareness for the space around you, for the connection with all that is around you into your heart as a reference point. A reference point of oneness. A reference point for how you're so much more than your physical body. A reference point for the connection with the world around you. And in your own beautiful way, find a moment to give gratitude to yourself for being present for this practice, for this conversation, to listen, to feel, to be aware. And give thanks to that oneness, that connection. Maybe tuning into a specific connection that you have in your life and really thinking all the growth that this connection has brought to you and still is bringing to you. Feel that gratitude washing through your entire body. And with another deep breath, in your own time, you can blink your eyes open. Thank you all for listening. Held in Sisterhood is held and supported by women like you across the world who have shaped us, informed us, witnessed us, and loved us. Our theme music is a song composed and provided by Isla Schaffer that speaks to unlocking the power of sisterhood. And our beautiful artwork and podcast cover is created by Martha Shahari. Held in Sisterhood is a self-sustained project created by Marlene Zinta and Anna Kopach, who are dedicated to supporting, advocating, and witnessing the transformative power of sisterhood in female relations, family, community, and workplaces. If you liked the episode, like or write a review on your preferred podcast platform. Or if you know of a sister or brother who benefit from this episode or others, please share it with them. It will mean the world to us to spread the love and healing that comes with embodying being held in sisterhood. Stay connected with us. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Comment and share your takeaways with us by using our hashtag #HeldInSisterhood or tagging our individual Instagram profiles. Thank you for holding space for us and being in the space with us. Until next time, sister and brother.